0: Welcome to the Full Spectrum Cycling Podcast, show number 20. 20. One more year. We can drink. And then it can drink.
1: Yeah. Legally.
0: (laughs) When we get to show number 90, we can remember today. Mm -hmm. That's 90 degrees out. 90 degrees out. It was 99 degrees.
2: Was it? Because that's what my car said, and I'm like, no way.
0: Phone's ringing. Wait. Who's calling? Donnie. May I help you call her? No, I'm sorry. That's not going to work. No, there are no robots here. Thank you.
1: All right. (laughs) What the hell is going on? (laughs) He didn't actually (laughs) answer the call. Ah, gotcha. I thought this was... I don't know what's going on. I thought this was part of the show. I did, too. (laughs) I guess it's not, because there's there's always
0: a little surprise. That was the the shop line, folks. Uh Oh, ah, fair enough. Shop is closed. Shop Is is... Well, yeah, it's always open. Right. Online, 24 hours a day, everydaycycle.com. There you go, folks.
1: And the other phone number, that not that one, was 717-727-2453. That smells bike.
0: Hey, we're going to use that to call out in a little bit to talk right to on. Vince from Chumba, chumba. USA. Chumba. Got some stuff to talk to Vince about. Give him a call in a few minutes. Like why your tires on your Chumba are so Sandy. Sandy. We went down and did a Zion ride. That's why they're sandy. It was nice. Nice day. Beautiful breeze. Going south, it was really, really fast. Going north, it was not. (laughs) But that made it easier to clean up the beach on the way back because, you know, walking pace, you can see a lot more.
1: There you go. Cool. Was uh, Greg River still in uh, full effect?
0: Not that anybody should look at the GPS map, but we... Made it past that point because it was sandbarred in again. Oh, nice, nice. It's questionable whether we should be going past there. Apparently,
1: eh. Eh. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you this: it was a lot. The beach was a lot dirtier down there, past that river, than it was on the north side of it, where most of the people go. So interesting. Collected a whole bob trailer bag full of trash, folks.
2: Good for you, nice work, right? right? Way to go, Dave.
0: I found. Um, me old me old go mule, <laughs> go found some fishing gear. Oh, nice. We got a bobber and a, a butt lure. Blingfest continues. Do you want to use that
1: for a butt plug? I, I, I do not want to use that. <laughs> that is pretty funny.
0: Yep, wow. there was a little baby's arm, about three uh-huh. inches long. Plastic baby, uh-huh. not not human baby. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> wow, I was worried for a second there. <laughs> it had the, you know, the full-on metal fingers going Nice. On. It was sweet. I'm try and find a picture of that, because... <laughs> Uh, Ernesto's lady ended up taking that for her very own collection. Mm. Heather, I believe her name is. Heather. So, uh, Mike was out of town. Yes,
1: indeed. Made it back
0: just in time for the show. Yeah. Folks, he flew in on the Learjet today just to be here yeah, with you the folks. the
1: Concorde. The retired yeah. Concorde. You After nearly being completely flooded out. Mm-hmm. Left. Yeah. Oh, I have a... I you have got a,
2: a month's worth of rain in one afternoon?
1: Yeah. On the way to the f- all-airport, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> Like, um, um, I think we're, <laughs> we could be in trouble here. Yeah.
0: Here, going to the MKE, no, or uh, from Virginia, yeah, to, from Northern yeah.
1: Virginia to uh, DCA, Reagan National, and it was they have like a lot of valleys, and they tend to fill wa- up with water. water water collects, yeah. and the yeah, going slow enough so you couldn't hydroplane if you wanted to. Okay. But if you were, you would.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it's better to get some speed up and go across the top rather than sinking and having the water wash you away. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Folks, don't drive in flooded areas. Yeah, that's not just not a bad. Good idea. No,
2: yeah. It, they, no, yeah, yeah, no.
0: No, yeah.
2: Unless you got to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm bringing up a four-wheeled topic, but you know that today was the last bug to roll off the production line in Medico.
0: Oh, the original? No. Uh, the, or the, the new? The, the new one. The new they're, one. Yeah, okay. They're, they're now done. Again
2: for again now. For with now.
1: the with the trunk in the so they have an electric with the trunk in the hood and, right. and the engine in the trunk yeah that's the only Beetle
0: ever I saw I saw one on the freeway the other ever. day one of the newest of the new that looks looks like a Portia. sort of Porsche like yeah very, looks, very looks like, like a Porsche. Porsche I was able
1: to, I was able to talk my dad into let me ride in the the front trunk. Like no a, way! Yeah, my oh, he, mom had a. He hated you, didn't he?
0: He hated you. <laughs> no, no anyway, I just why?
1: talked to him like, just like this for a little while. I just wanted to see what it's like
0: <laughs> with it closed. Yeah, nice. It's <laughs> crazy. That's just that's, that's just crazy. An, yeah. Well, my,
2: but, my yeah. brother-in-law played a practical joke on Origins his friend stories. with a bug who they, he would top off the tank every night, and the guy just kept thought, kept thinking his fuel economy is getting better and better. He would come into work. He's like, I got like 62 miles to the gown, And all his friends would be like laughing. And finally, after like,
3: <laughs> after
0: like three months,
2: they told him that they had been filling his tank when he was in the parking
0: lot. Nice. That's well, funny. Well
2: That's done. good. Well done. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well done.
0: So today's beer was brought to us by a customer. Huh. Lent him a 190 quick-release skewer that he needed for his fancy build. And uh, he brought us some Black Husky, not, not a nice. Hazy. Yes. 6.4% uh some sort of IPA I believe. Yes.
2: And but bottled not a canned on July 1st.
0: And also very ir, very runny. Yeah. yeah. I
2: was going to say here yeah, <laughs> Magic Marker, <laughs> man. Is, that was very a sharpie. sharpie. <laughs> That's a sharpie beer.
0: Magic Marker on the can. Yeah. With the alcoholozy content written right on it. Let's pa- say pa- it once. Pa- Tony was telling us how this works. They, they they don't have their own canning operation yet, so they contract out to a a big rig that comes in with a cannery in a trailer that sounds so cool that's such a what does it cost to get into one of those i want to i want one i
2: looked into it it's not cheap
0: no i imagine not but what do you charge a can
2: not a lot but you make it up in volume of course right yeah it's for
1: price of
0: introduction of
2: course if we were doing it there'd also be like the first case is ours right (laughs) so there's that you know
0: so, on Friday, there's a River West Food Truck Something Court at Gathering Place. Mm-hmm. Nice. That might be interesting.
2: Be food Truck Friday, I believe. Is food Truck Friday.
0: Is that what they're calling it? Yeah, that sounds There'll be like... four breweries there.
1: That's...
2: What time does
3: that
1: run?
0: 5 to 9 p.m.
1: Because yeah. oh, I know they, they do over by, uh, on Holton, <clears throat> behind the family... Uh, the Vibe and Family Dollar. Oh,
2: really? They do one over there too?
1: Yeah, on Fridays. Oh, cool. But I think it's like 11 to 01 or 3. In the afternoon? Yeah. 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 No. Lunch morning. type no, thing? No, in the morning. Yeah. That neighborhood. <laughs> Hold on a second. Speaking, speaking of
0: the guy with the 190 skewer, he can come in the door. Dude, it's open. It's open. I'll, I'll go get him. You guys chat. Let's chat. Talk well, about talk about whatever you want to talk about. Let's talk about hats. Uh, what, uh, what I didn't did wear a hat today because it's okay. what
2: did you uh, rent for a bicycle while you were on your travels?
1: I did not. No bikes at all. I did. Well, I didn't, I didn't rent bikes. My cousins had. Bicycles, oh, okay. So one was kind of a beach cruiser, you know, single speed, coaster brake, right on type deal. Yeah, yeah. simplicity. Yeah. What? Huh?
0: He huh? brought you back your skewer. I
2: skewer
0: back. Oh, I Skewer back. Chat amongst yourselves. I shall return. Oh, yeah. I oh. Thought you. you know what? I need you. Go take a picture. I thought take a yes, picture of his bike. Exactly. He's got a. I thought we he's were making s'mores. We got. He's a got a big fat dummy with a 197 roll off on it or 190 quick release roll off on it, folks. This is a, this is a long tail. Uh, <coughs> I show you a picture of this thing on the old uh, show notes there. Otherwise, uh, Tour de France started this week. Oh, okay. And this weekend, I think today was stage five. It was a somewhat hilly stage, although it looks like the Peloton stayed together and it was a sprint finish again. I like when they get into the high mountains and there's one lone man on the top of the mountain.
3: King of the mountain.
0: Oh, I went a little Dio on that. <laughs> um, Not King Diamond of the mountain. Alright. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I crossed the streams. Yeah, the, um, No, I'm just so used to being, like, it always feels like it's, like, one week earlier.
0: The tour? tour yeah. It usually starts right around the 4th of July. Yeah. Like the weekend what, before the 4th, I think, is maybe.
1: I, that's where Tradition my head was probably at, yeah. says
0: something about that. We do have uh, all five to seven hours of coverage on in the shop here. There, folks. If you want to stop by the shop and watch the tour, uh, come on by. It's going to be seventy three degrees tomorrow, so yes. it'll be nice in here. Amen. <laughs> a
1: freaking man. Try, and try. I could not even figure out freaking air conditioning in my house, so I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> I just found a damn fan, <laughs> shove it in my face. Like, ugh.
0: if the air's moving, it wasn't actually super humid. It was just hot. Yep, yep, yep. Like Las Vegas, hot.
1: No i I came from the swamp when I was on the east
0: Coast. oh That's right, yeah swampy as,
1: as hell, you know I mean, thankfully, part of it I was actually on the ocean, but one day in d c uh,
0: <laughs> did you do any bicycle riding? You sent a picture on the bike?
1: yeah, I did a lot of riding on the uh in the beach area, which was nice and relaxed and groovy. You know, it's like a three mile burn uh one end of the area to the next Copy well, that well. Okay, there's one bar, <laughs> Baja Sandbridge on the south end, and the Sandbridge Island is three and a half miles uh, up the other way. So, you know, you have to keep these priorities straight. And the one on the north face has $2 Pabst Tallboys. Oh, they've turned all into the hipsters have, out there. No, they just always have had them.
0: And $2 Tecates. Come on now. Not bad.
1: I can't get a 2 dollars fish from Milwaukee, for God's sakes.
0: Right, it's two for five. At least 250. two 2 I mean, for five, 16 Yeah, so two yeah, for that's five. That's not bad. You know, 2 yeah, yeah. But
1: 2 dollars Can't you get
0: three for five down at uh, swinging Door? Yes, you can. There you go. That's under two bucks a can. I hate math. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, speaking of special guests, uh, we're going to give Vince here a call in just a minute. Um, next show, 20, number 21, two weeks from... Uh, Two weeks from now is going to be – our buddy Dave Schlabowski is going to be back on the show. He just did a 380-some-mile ride. He calls it the waterfall tour, I believe, up in northern Wisconsin, where he routes it past all the waterfalls he can find. Which seems pretty cool to me. Hell yeah. To talk. Plus he's now the former executive director of the Wisconsin Bike well, Fed. Well, yeah,
1: I was waiting for the other shoe going like, and right. he's newly really no. reinstated. Right. Last <laughs> show,
0: <laughs> that last show I you, am.
1: I'm not. And I am again. <laughs> don't want to do it. Got to do it. Don't want to.
0: Going to do it. Got to save it again, folks. Thanks, Dave, for all you did for the Bike Fed. Yeah, for real, man. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Uh, Michael, you entertain the crowd while I figure out how to make a call. To our friend, Vince. All right. I had to push some buttons. It's been a while since we did this. So, while I was on
1: vacation, I had a very vivid dream, and thankfully, I had a notepad next to me. (laughs) (laughs) And it all involved biking around Appleton and then losing my bike, and somehow there were two Star Wars bars in Appleton,
0: and then, and then I was going along, and it looked
1: like the cliffs of Santorini, but it was Appleton, Wisconsin, my gosh.
0: They have some cliffs there.
1: Yeah, but not like Santorini. And um, so I had a mechanical. And in the dream? In the dream. Copy. And I was getting pissed off, and I'm like, Ugh. so I got an Uber, and it was John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Okay. And they were the drivers, and so I was like in a freaking talk show <laughs> 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 just to get to a Star Wars bar. <laughs> Do you always
0: keep a notebook by your bedside?
1: Not, not a lot. You of might times. want to because yeah. that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, oh, and it was, it, yeah. There was, yeah, and then they knew where my uh, my uncle lived because it was.
0: Because Appleton. you knew where your uncle lived.
1: Yes, because it was Appleton.
0: These are all things running around inside your brain.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> it, yeah. It was just, it was fun. It was a fun thing.
0: Tony's still out talking to our buddy, but I'm going to push the button here now, folks. All right then. Pushing the button. See how this works. Calling the guest. Hello. Hello, Vince.
3: Hello. Hey. Hey, It's it's how's it going, Greg?
0: Good, good. Yeah, it, you got you got Greg and and JK right now. Uh, Tony's out looking at a big fat dummy with a one ninety <laughs> roll off on it out in front of the store, just because it's like big and cool looking.
3: <laughs> he may have encountered a dog as well. Yeah,
0: there might have been a dog out there from the to pet too, possibly.
3: <laughs>
0: hey folks, yeah, it
3: sounds like fun. Just gotta put one of you guys on the back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a massive vehicle. Um we have another long tail that Tom Teasdale built for me many years ago. That's a a fat bike long tail, but that pales in comparison to this, this super fat, fat bike. Um, so folks, we, we just called, this is Vince Colvin from Chumba USA. We've got on the horn here. Uh, welcome to the program.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the invite.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we've, we actually talked to you on the weekly dose of fat many years ago. Um, but uh, yeah,
3: it's been a minute.
0: <laughs> it's been, yeah, right. You're, you've always been the mouthpiece for Chumba. Um, what, tell folks a little bit about yourself and your your kind of your cycling experiences and uh, what led to Chumba.
3: Oh sure. Um, well, I mean our our company's been around since the '90s. Uh, about five years ago, I got brought on to uh, basically do a rebrand under a new ownership, um, and we've been working with the company since. So the version of Chumba that you're seeing now uh, is all part of what I've been trying to work on alongside of my now partners, uh, who is uh, our our family and our, our frame builder, Mark, um, and our respective families uh, partnered up. And we actually purchased Chumba about a year and a half ago. And so now uh, we're entirely employee owned, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah sure. um, We're 50% female female-owned as well, which is also really cool, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we basically kind of all have like long different paths to get to 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 get to be here, so uh, myself, I've been kind of in and out of the industry, working in bike shops forever, and I've been riding bikes since like 2000, 2001, uh, gotten into mountain bikes really early, but started off actually with like single speed uh, bikes, just commuting around town, building my own bikes and trying to do all the work myself. And, um, my wife actually took me on a trip to go visit family in West Virginia and we were like maybe sophomores in college or freshmen in college. And, uh, she took me out we rented bikes and I loved mountain biking so much from the first moment that I did it that I went back to the store and bought a bike that minute and I had like no money. <laughs> uh, so I bought like whatever I could get. And she was like, how are you going to afford this? And I was like, I'll never take it to a shop. I'll, I'll just do all the work myself. And uh, I stuck through to that and kind of taught myself quite a lot. Learned a lot from some really good mentors and friends and uh, then started working in shops. And um, alongside all that, uh, I was also pursuing uh, two degrees in, uh, in art. So I've got two uh, degrees in painting and printmaking actually um, so I'm really involved and interested in really the details uh, of, of how our bikes are put together uh, the way that they look uh, as well as the way that they're designed and how they perform so um, basically it's been a long pathway to figure out how to to merge like my creative side with my business side with my design side and uh, it's led me to be here and I'm super stoked to be here and have the team that i'm working with now is just amazing like our resources are great and we have some really smart people to work with
0: sweet sounds like you have a right brain left brain thing going on there with the business side and the artistic side and how how do your how do both halves of your brain actually get along that's that's (laughs) weird mine don't often get along i I don't know
3: really (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. It's like uh, I I find like I have to feed both sides of it or if if I don't like I one never kind of rules out over the other. Like I'm only working on like the front end of the business and not working on something creatively, uh, I start to kind of go nuts and if I'm only working creatively and not working on uh things to to improve uh, you know, structure or, uh planning of the business like that that bothers me too. So I, I really thrive on kind of splitting, splitting up the the, the different tasks and and they, it's kind of interesting because each kind of process feels feels the other is what I've found. So there's a lot of creative solutions to be found in all these things.
0: T- Tony's back now. <clears throat> Tony put on his headset now. Chumba, chumba. So we have Vince on the phone. Tony, <laughs> just hey, let thanks. you know what was going on while you were outside. I was
2: looking at a oh yeah a, a bike I had seen in parts once prior.
3: It's Good to see it on the road. Finally. <laughs> this has been
0: like a six month project. Yes, that it guy. has. Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't but know. a
3: bike made for fun, but not for wheelies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, although I saw Thor yeah. from Surly wheeling an electric Big Easy, so a long tail can be wheelied if it has oh, a, yeah. a motor. Apparently,
3: that's, <laughs> that's pretty legit. Yeah, right on.
0: <laughs> so cool. Well, thanks for the uh, kind of the the back story, so to speak um folks I, I don't know if you probably know this already and we are a chumba dealer here so full disclosure um we love chumba's bikes oh, yeah. <laughs> and um we we've yeah, actually we've actually got um a few of the thai uh fat bikes you guys did a while back uh left in in the inventory yeah. here uh so folks if you need a titanium fat bike that's the coolest design I've seen on a fat bike, personally. You mean like uh, that, not just because I'm selling them, but because I think it's a great bike.
2: You mean like that asshole neighbor of
0: mine who yeah. up, up showed me by? Oh yeah, home. Tony's neighbor bought one, <laughs> 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 and now his 15 year old son steals it all the time. All and the time, rides it all over the place. <laughs> oh, he's 16 now. Yeah, uh, 16 now. He just turned 16. Oh, he's like, what is he, 6'6 or something? The the yeah, uh, he's just he's, a he's massive a big kid, kid for 16. Uh so that's where one of the XLs totally went.
3: Built for the abuse.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, absolutely. Um I so you guys I mean I'm not saying uh I'm not putting you on the spot here but since this will be on fatbike.com <laughs> just um uh, kind yeah, sure. of sort uh, of give us a a clue what you did a bunch of great fat bikes and then you kind of decided that's not really our main focus. So um you're not doing fat bikes anymore, correct?
3: Correct. It's, it's been a difficult decision that has taken us about two and a half years to kind of wrap our heads around because we, we put a lot, and I mean a lot of effort into that bike, like a lot of care, a lot of thought went into the design of that bike, a lot of prototyping, team testing, like proving it. I mean, we had riders racing it in snow races and endurance races like JP's Fat Pursuit and doing well. We had riders bikepacking like, you know, thousands of kilometers in Africa, across Thailand, across Israel, like all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, we've put extensive thought and time into that bike. Well, and It certainly, to certainly shows. Because <laughs> not, not to continue with it is, was a tough one. Um, but what it boils down to is that we really want to focus on making the very best products possible. And what we found is that for us to produce the fat bike that we want to produce for the majority of consumers, it was outside of the price point that they were interested in looking for. Um, So what we found is that the bike did really well when it was on sale and not as well when it was full price, um, which was frustrating because we had put so much thought into it. And what we found is that the, it's just a challenging segment to win. um, And, Ultimately, looking at it harder, they're also extremely difficult to build. Um, building a fat bike, you know, we build our bikes in-house uh, and in the USA with our tie bikes. Um, you, if you do a fat bike compared to a mountain bike or to a gravel bike or to a road bike, you're, you're adding at least one and a half times the time, if not longer, to build it just to try and keep those, uh, those massive bendy stays that we're hand-bending ourselves. Um, to try to keep all that in phase and looking sharp and not getting ripples and controlling all that and making sure the miters are good and everything's even, it, it takes a lot of effort. And so you have a product that is really cool and people really like it. And the people who own it are like, wow, this is great. I'm so stoked on it. Um, but then you have a uh, majority of the customers coming at us going like, well, I think I'll wait till it goes on sale. Uh, which is difficult to, to do when you see your production costs because, uh, t- the time is going up enough up to produce them. So,
0: absolutely, uh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it, it's just,
3: it's just, it was a tough call because, I mean, we put so much into it. So, um, you know, the, the design, like, extremely confident in, like, it is definitely a really fun bike to ride. And, you know, it's just, it just boils down to, like, if we're going to continue to do them, we'd have to charge a lot more. And we felt like that wasn't fair to ask people to do.
0: Gotcha. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see what you're talking about for sure on the price thing because, it, I mean, it's not just your bikes. There's, there's other stuff in this, in this cycling segment here that, uh, yeah, people are a lot more willing to buy certain things on sale than they are, you know. Oh, I, I want to. Well, and
3: you guys remember there. that we're, we're really up against the majority of our competitors in the fat bike market are not making their bikes in the US.
0: Oh, absolutely.
3: Like how many how many fat bikes are made here that are production bikes? I mean, so we're we're going up against bikes that everybody's trying to compare the price point and it's like half the cost. Yeah. Um so that was a real challenge. So basically like consumers and riders who were like really looking for a long term bike that you know they were going to be confident in the performance and the durability of like they got it and they were like cool like i understand why it is what it is because i'm paying for the quality um but if you're just dabbling in fat bikes it's probably not the the best bike for you to get your for your first one
0: right on so um when you uh, when you decided that that's not where your focus is, your resources went into some new bikes. I noticed. I mean, I even have one on order right now. Uh, let us know about the yeah. the the new the Senduro, and uh, you've got the new road bike, and and then your other line. Your line has been kind of focusing more over the last couple of years. It looks like.
3: Yeah, we've been trying to kind of hone it down to having a variety of bikes like that are in in kind of all the right segments, um, which isn't to say that fat bikes aren't the right segments. It's just a a difficult one when you're making a USA made product is what we've found. So these other bikes, um, I think there's, there's more competition in the market in the U S made market, uh, in these kind of areas like mountain bikes and trail bikes, road bikes and gravel bikes. So people are used to seeing those price points. Um, but, as far as what we're doing lately, uh, we've been trying to expand the line to kind of offer some more aggressive offerings, both on the road side, but predominantly on the mountain side. Uh, So we have a new bike called the Sendero, uh, which is a really fun bike uh, compared to our Stella. Our Stella is like a a rigid to 120 travel bike. That's kind of built around a hundred millimeter travel platform. And the Sendero is a, is really like a 110 to 130 travel bike that's you really built around a 120 platform um but aside from that the geometry is completely differently focused so uh, it's a much more uh very modern uh you could label it more like a down country design um but even within that realm it's kind of a little bit different spec than most of the other bikes that are out there so Short chain stays, a little bit higher bottom bracket than most of its uh, comparative bikes, uh, much longer top tube um, with a steeper seat tube angle and slacker head tube angle. So basically an all around ripper, but yeah, yeah. Uh, not meant to be sluggish is the goal.
0: So I for uh, so You used to have the
3: Rastro. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Like <laughs> we, we learned a lot from from the rastro and riding that for a long time compared to our stella so rastro was our 27 five and then later our 27 plus bike that was built around like a 140 130 travel and it was a really fun bike but it really only came alive like when you're pointing it downhill the rest of the time you know you're kind of going along and you're having a good time but that bike really opens up and gets really fun when you're pointed downhill and uh with the sendero we wanted to maintain that downhill fun factor, but we wanted it to be, uh, more like a Stella, you know, fun to ride in the flats and climbable and go through rock gardens and all that kind of stuff and just be a more versatile bike than the Rastro was, uh, to have why, a, why did you name it basically in all conditions?
2: Why, why did you name it the Rastro? Oh man.
3: Well, yeah, that was a, that was a weird one, man. Cause, uh, naming a bike is really, really hard as it turns out. Um, like I've got notebooks and notebooks of name ideas and (laughs) and all the ones that we've had have been like, you know, we, we all vote on it. And it's like, you know, we, we, we go through like 10 names before we land on the name. And, uh, some of it was a learning curve, um, rastro literally from the translation that I found back in the day, uh, was, uh, was Spanish for trail, but turns out it's also Spanish for slaughterhouse.
0: So
1: I was just thinking the Jetsons. That's yeah, exactly Jackson. what I was thinking. Was the Jetsons. <laughs> like,
0: Restoral? Yeah. Yeah. Restoral. yeah, I know. Yeah. But, uh,
3: <laughs> but yeah, it was, that was a fun, heavy hitting bike. And I mean, we were trying to show people that, you know, we didn't want to just only have bikes that could be seen as like endurance cross country or uh, bikes that were just fun to bike pack with. Like we wanted to show people that we could make a bike that still shredded downhill and was a lot of fun to ride. And I think it's kind of helped us even in the design of like the fat bike. I mean, we, we put a lot into that. This was uh, a unique take on the bottom bracket height compared to a lot of other bikes on the market to, to make the bike more fun to ride on the trail, which we kind of saw like, uh, everything that we were doing that made the bike more fun to ride in the trail also helped it ride better in the snow. So nice. That's kind of
0: We're benefiting from that still. I love my chumba. Yeah, so major <laughs> titanium fab bike. So speaking of Rastro, um, we we talked on the phone the other day about um, one of your team riders, uh, Alex Alexandra. Yeah, she, and her. I think her website still has Rastro in the name because she originally had
3: one. Totally.
0: But uh, t- tell us a little bit about uh, Alex and her, because ad- she just finished the tour Divide, and
3: uh, yeah, uh, she's she's amazing. Um, you know, she, she's an incredible athlete uh, and just a really amazing person to get to know. And it's been a real pleasure getting to getting to know her and to be part of her story at some level and to get to sponsor hers. It's been a blast. So. She's like, you couldn't find a more authentic person. Uh, I would say, you know, she's got really the right motivations for what she's doing, which is super fun to watch her succeeding stuff when she also has those great motivations. Um, but she's doing some pretty cool stuff. I mean, uh, last year she won the Tour Divide on a rastro, which was like, what? <laughs> how did you do that that is crazy because that bike was, was made uh you know not to cover that kind of distance <laughs> um but she kind of came at us uh out of out of the blue and approached us and she was like hey i've i really like your bikes and i'm interested in, in something that i can depend on like i have you know not a large budget can you work with me on something and she told us her story and we were like, yeah, we can totally work on this with you. And she said she was going to do Tour Divide, so we're like, are oh, we going to make a bike that's Tour Divide ready for? Her. And you know, we we you know we got something together for her. And then she did the Tour Divide, and just like, you know, I, I, I called her mid mid trip or texted her mid trip, and was like, I we had no idea how amazing you were. Like, <laughs> how, how are you you're blowing? You're blowing us away. This incredible. I, I think uh, so. You know, it was just so much fun to watch. So, very humble. Um <laughs> Yeah, I like the you know, she well, was, she
0: she doesn't ride in a full kit like a lot of racers. She rides in cut off jeans and chukka boots and still, you know, manages. Yeah, totally, man. And she did that she did it single speed this year, right?
3: Oh Jesus Christ. She did it single speed this year and and you know, I mean typical uh yeah, I mean typical Alex trying to make it harder on herself. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, she did a single speed this year. Um, we built up a Stella tie for her, which is our more tour divide ready focused bike. Uh, definitely our endurance race bike out of the bunch of options that we have. And uh, she rode it down from uh, somewhere in Iowa down to Kansas for the, the DKXL, which is a 350 mile race. And we were up there at that expo and, got to hang out with her some there and watch her, you know, start and finish that, which was amazing. And then we came back to Austin with her and got some time to hang and get to know her more and more, uh, which is great. Cause she lives up in your neck of the woods most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then she went to go start tour divide and it was just amazing watching her. I mean, she's, uh, she spent like almost the first entire half of the race, I think all the way till, uh, Mountain Lodge. She was the first place single speeder overall. Um, I think she's the only female single, single speeder that I'm aware of uh, uh, during during the race. And then uh, then she completed it in 19 days. The uh, the year before she did it in like 23. So uh, that alone to me is like a massive accomplishment. Just like how that's a such a huge gain, like like personal gain to to knock four or five days off your ride time. is amazing. On a single
0: speed. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. An, an average of on a 143 speed, right? miles a day.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh,
0: across that road. Yeah. Is, and
3: when she's, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, man. So <laughs> Yeah. So she, she's just extremely strong, uh, extremely tenacious and very persistent and uh, a really good example of the, the type of people that are on her team in general. Um, you know, we... We don't typically go after like the most, uh, orthodox, uh, you know, cross country <laughs> racer. Right um, we're looking for, you know, really interesting people with interesting stories with different types of motivations for what they're doing that kind of are looking to better their communities or be peers in their communities or mentors, get more people on bikes and, uh, Asses those on kind cycles. of people are really fun to represent though. So yeah
0: <laughs> cool very cool i uh i had uh s s u s a on my notes must be for single speed usa is that is that coming to austin yeah, man. it's coming to austin
3: right it it is man yeah. we're so stoked about that so yeah we've got a, a local crew here a bunch of my buddies uh in uh, the austin single speeders uh you know, naturally, the acronym. You'll. I don't know if I can say it on the air. You can. But, yeah, uh, this is oh a. Know, Fuck yeah. of, we're,
0: we're explicit yeah. on Apple iTunes, so <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to say.
3: <laughs> yeah. The, okay. The group is called AF. I'll just say it.
0: Austin. <laughs> Anyways.
3: Uh, Austin Single Speeders, <laughs> uh, but it's actually a group of really nice people, by the way. Um, but uh, we're pretty stoked that uh, that they're hosting it, so. Uh, the, the group that's putting it on, like kind of reached out to them, to my knowledge and got them involved and they're they're doing a lot of planning now and really kind of getting to run with it and create some cool stuff. So, uh, there's going to be like multiple days of fun festivities planned for it, for sure.
0: November so, 1st through 3rd,
3: The uh, will be, yeah, it's coming up and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're, we're excited to be a part of it too. So. The race itself will be just east of us, out in uh, Smithville at the Rocky Hill Ranch, which is kind of like a a major local race uh, spot that has all kinds of potential for different different types of trail variations that could be out there. So, I'm um, kind of excited to see what kind of course everybody picks because uh, there's a lot of options out there to play with.
1: How many uh, miles out from uh, uh, from c- from Austin? Yeah, like from like city center ish.
3: Oh, I mean,
1: uh, well, I mean, so there's speaking.
3: a bunch of like events and, uh, and rides happening in Austin proper. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, team riders and people from Austin Single Speeders that'll be doing uh, group rides all through the area. And often like the days before, we're going to do an open house, I think, on the Friday before at our uh, factory, which will be cool. And then uh, the race on Saturday and then the hangout on Sunday, I think, is how it's going. I'm, I'm, I'm not the one putting it on, by the oh, way. Oh, fair enough. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I was just but, trying yeah, to get a but, relative but measure. The, uh, yeah, the race itself is probably like, a, geez, I guess maybe like an hour or 45 minutes east of right us. Right on, right on. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I mean, you, it's difficult because you're you're trying to find a place that you can have, like, a good time that a bunch of single spears want to go to, uh-huh. uh, meaning it's gotta be a little rowdy. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, and, uh, oh yeah. It's difficult to do that on uh, public, public property in Texas. So, um, they opted to go to, uh, Rocky Hill cause it's a private ranch. So it's a little, a little more open ended on side, uh, yeah. what
0: the rules are. So was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've we've got a, was, we've got a of, few favorite friends on the old single speed yeah. tour. I was
1: kind of diagnosing. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. that's November. That's
2: it's
0: a good
1: yeah. time to be out on the road. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got, I got yeah. enough lead time on this one. Okay, how far? <laughs> we could drive. Though. <laughs> that's not that hard. Though.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, Do I, I'm sure in a minivan and, I'm nope. sure we can hop a ride with Chewy or. Spinner, well, any of those guys. Oh, yeah. No,
2: I'm not riding cross-country with Chewy.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. Chewy. It's very furry, <laughs> this Chewy fellow. Oh. You'll, you'll meet those, those fellas if you haven't already met them, because they're staples of the old single-speed oh, scene. The machines. Cool. Nice. Well, um, hmm, yeah. what else do I have on my list? Nothing. So, uh, what do you... What, <laughs> you got anything you want to talk about, Vince, while you got us on the horn here?
3: Um more no man i mean like we haven't talked how's, about how's your new shop how's the new shop going man i mean it's hot
0: yeah it's, it's warm pretty it's often very warm. Like,
3: <laughs> all can, three of us are very I tell moist people, <laughs> i can tell people why, why we chose to work with you sure go ahead yeah uh, yeah i mean we're and which is kind of a plug to find other dealers too by the way yeah um, more but dealers we're we're looking yeah, I mean, we're looking for shops that are just like yours. I mean, we're we're looking for shops that are focused on making bikes that are custom, handmade in the USA as much as possible. Amen. And preferably out of metal. <laughs> <laughs> and I really real. dug that. that was a, a, Yeah, man. And we just dug that that was a big part of the, the focus of what you guys are doing there. And um, it's cool to get to be a part of that. So I think you guys are...
0: Are going to do really well up there. We're giving it a go. It's a it's a lot of service this time of year. I mean, we only have eight hundred square feet here, so it's yeah. not like uh, we have a you know a, bi- a big warehouse full of bikes. So we try to do one on one with people and get people on bikes that they're going to love for a long time. And you know, most people that we work with have several bikes in their stable already, or they've had many many bikes in their lives, and they kind of know what they want and. We like to try and get them on the thing that's the best for them at the time and what you guys offer right up our alley for sure.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot of what we're looking for with our customers too and how we do it. So it really syncs up well.
0: Sweet. Well, uh, cool, man. thanks very yeah. much for being on the show. I you, know you guys having me on. If, we're, if we don't make it down to Single Speed USA, I think we should probably make it get out Austin, of the bike regardless. business totally.
1: Well, I'm just looking no. at I, <laughs> you had me at Austin, yeah, and then, yeah. And, then, you know, and, yeah. Like, and then I was yeah. like, you guys
3: definitely have to come, and we'll we'll show you a good time if you make it down here. Oh, fun. I think we can probably so let's work say that we in had
0: somehow.
2: Too many people in our vehicles. Could we ride No. <laughs>
3: Uh, maybe it just depends. What I have access to, so we don't have like a huge demo the place. We, demo we fleet. have a whole bunch of nice bikes that we send out on review all the time. Instead, so.
1: The definite maybe is we will bring through. bikes
2: <laughs> if, if I'm traveling cross country. We're bringing a bike or ten. Yeah, because
0: that wouldn't be our. Oh yeah, I would, it'll, it'll be my
1: stop. Yeah, the N plus one, ten. There's N a plus. there's a place there's, there's so
3: a, much awesome riding down here to do. There's so a, you would a not, you'd, like be, you'd be extremely God,
1: God said just have one one bike, so I bought two, so five it is.
0: <laughs> 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 yep, right on, Vince. Well, thanks for taking time to talk to us today on the old full-spectrum yeah, cycling cool. podcast. Uh, Yeah, we'll, good chat with you guys. We'll catch up with you again maybe after Single Speed USA and uh, see how that went for you guys and just sort of check in with what's going on at the factory there and... Kind of keep in touch,
3: yeah. If you guys make it down to that, we should do a, a factory tour and have you guys over for beers. Hell
0: yeah, absolutely. Today we're drinking Black Husky Brewing, <laughs> not a hazy IPA. So we'll bring some with us. That's uh right. It's Kitty Corner from the <laughs> shop here, right across the street, basically. And terrible, terrible having a, 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 a brewery, a brewery right, across the <laughs> right across the street. It's absolutely
2: awful. A killer brewery at that.
0: Don't ever come to yeah. this brewery. It's, it's the worst. Good.
2: Yeah. And by it's the way they the have
0: tour. Point. Yeah, they have the worst tour in, of any brewery in Milwaukee. It's yes. right on
2: it's, It says it right on their
1: website.
0: Yep,
2: for sure.
1: The worst tour.
2: Worst tour, best beer. <laughs>
0: All right, Vince.
3: Thanks for calling. <laughs> in, Vince. Thanks again. Well, Thanks for calling you yeah. Have a good one. You Bye. too, man. See you guys. <laughs> Bye.
0: Right on. Folks, Vince from Chumba USA down there in Austin, Texas, where we're gonna go. I guess we gotta go there now.
2: Jeez. I think we kind of do.
0: Don't know if it's gonna be for a single Can speed USA or for. There? Hell yeah!
2: Look at this thing. It's not <laughs> we should podcast from. We're them. gonna
0: take our stuff with us and go on the Full road.
2: Spectrum cycling podcast. We got a budget. Nobody's
0: business. With this budget we've right. got
2: like gas money.
0: Yeah.
3: And
2: beer,
0: right? up. beer money, and gas pretzel. money. Pretzel.
1: Oh yes, yes.
2: Yep. Slim Jims.
0: Sounding
1: like a really Slim good Jims. idea. Always got to have the Slim Jims.
0: Yeah, thanks for bringing the Slim Jims. I was kind of hungry. Stepping I didn't make in. it over to Scardina's today for oh, yeah. my was traditional little... Wednesday lunch. So. Is that the ham wrap? I didn't think I really wanted a pastrami or something today as hot as it was. Hot, yeah. I know, or chorizo. Now you're, it's like, now you're oh, wishing
2: but, you had it, didn't you?
0: No, I'm wishing that I had more. Uh, Slim uh, we can always get jerky down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, too. All right, yeah. folks. Well, um, thanks to Vince, we wasted a good portion of your day today yes. so thank you vince very much for making our show more interesting than I hope we might otherwise it. have done so, and uh i think we'll talk to everyone
1: on the on the dawn of river west, west 24,
2: 24
0: the dawn
2: which that's the wednesday before the river west 24 which means the thursday is the underwear ride and the friday is the race wait what thursday night wait is what the pre-river west 24 Underpants ride.
0: Oh, right on. Underpants off dance. You might as
2: well just go all out (laughs) and make it a whole week of riding spectacular.
0: And we'll have uh, fabulous. uh, Dave Slabowski is penciled in for the next show, so Oh. we should have him here in studio to talk about. Bringing venison.
2: You better be bringing venison, Dave. If you listen to this show, bring more venison.
0: Right on. (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody. Bye. Did you hear my? I never did that before. That was cool. It was a little, little whistle through the teeth, like Dave Letterman might be able to do. <laughs>
1: oh, Huck, Eric. 717-727-2453.
0: That spells uh, Even though we called Vince this time, you can call us at that number.
2: Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now.